Before we start the show, I want to thank the thousands of you, the thousands who have read This Book Will Make You Dangerous. Many of you have told me that the book's unique way of exploring fear, confidence, and purpose has had a lasting impact, that it's much easier for you to get clarity and direction about what really matters and what you want to do in this lifetime. It's also amazing to hear that quite a few of you have read it multiple times and even bought copies for friends, so thank you again. Just in case you weren't aware, I created a free companion video course for the book. And in these videos, I walk you through the big takeaways and practices from each chapter. And I even cover some extra stuff that's not included in the book. Information on how to access the course is in newer versions of the book. And if you own an older version of the book and you don't know how to access the course, just hit me up via the contact form at triplinear.com and we'll get you all set up. And one last thing, if you're one of the thousands who have already read the book, please consider leaving an honest review on Amazon so that others can decide if it's right for them. Again, thank you so much for reading. This book will make you dangerous. And now let's start the show. You are listening to the new man beyond the macho jerk and the new age wimp. Your host is men's coach, Trip Lemire. Do you tell the truth or do whatever you can to avoid your woman's emotional storm? Do you sometimes feel mystified by the things she complains about? And is she your partner or some authority who decides if you get to do this or that? Therapist and relationship coach and my wife, Allison Schwabi Lanier, is here to help us understand women's emotions and give us some practical direction to use when things go from bad to worse. Welcome to the new man today. I'm talking to what are you? What are you laughing about? <laughs> I'm just you're like here we go. You're doing your thing. I am <laughs> talking to uh, my wife, Allison Lanier. She's a psychotherapist and relationship coach, and we're gonna watch and see when you when you, your humor goes out and you start oh, getting really. Oh, when I turn into a therapist. When you turn into your ther- wife. Yeah, instead of my wife. Even you though know. you're interviewing me on things that like therapisty stuff. Therapisty is that the word? Coachy stuff. Coachy therapisty <laughs> stuff. Is that right? All right. Well, uh, guys, you can check her out at allisonlanier.com. I made it sound like you had a like a picture, yeah, like a can. gallery there. <laughs> I can't. But please tell me that this isn't the real recording. <laughs> this is totally. This is it. We're doing it. Oh boy. Um, I I often refer guys to you, my coaching clients that I have. I I, I send them to you whenever they get into the weeds. They need more of a feminine perspective. They mm-hmm. need to have more of an understanding of you know what is she thinking, what are women thinking, and plus you just have way more training than I do when it comes to some of the deeper emotional stuff and the emotional understanding. And so that's why I wanted to bring you in today because so many of the guys that I talk to, there's this thing underneath it where there's it's basically like they're saying, hey, what do I say to my girlfriend or what do I say to my wife? So she doesn't get upset. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, okay, stop right there. Because mm-hmm. that, that's going to, that's the, that's yeah. the, that, we don't want to do that. So, but many guys are navigating their lives or they're navigating their relationships. They're trying to avoid an upset instead of doing or speaking the truth instead of being honest. And a lot of guys are like, well, if I'm honest with her, it's going to be a shitstorm. Like it's going to be something she's going to blow up she's going to get hurt and you know it's just going to be worse off than i was before so i should just be quiet mm-hmm. about this stuff um or maybe maybe he's just in a, in a in a place where she get when she gets emotional he turns into feeling like he's got to be the rescuer he's got to be the guy that fixes things um uh that's a that's an exhausting place to be um and then maybe if there's an emotional dynamic in the relationship she's he he maybe he's heard like okay don't fix her just listen to her but she's attacking him like he, and he's just like well i'm just supposed to sit here or maybe he's been reading david data stuff and he's like okay i'm just supposed to sit here while you know she put, puts knives in me mm-hmm. and i'm just supposed to be able to take it because that's what a quote-unquote superior man does and um so i just wanted to help this guy navigate have a better understanding of the, what's going on emotionally for women mm-hmm. um yeah that's where I wanted to dive in. So, uh, just what I, let's let's just dive in. What's happening yeah. for a woman when she is emotional? 
Okay. Well, you know, that's a huge con- that's a yeah. huge thing there. But yeah, what's what does yeah, that mean? and there 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 are there's roughly three different things that are that could be happening at any given time to keep it simple, and um, one is just simple emotional expression, just expression. Women, I like to think of women like the ocean. There's just always something. And this is true for guys too. Absolutely. But guys, do we tend to kind of clamp it up? But okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I actually can speak a little bit to everything that you initiated around like they want to shut down or they want to, they, they want to not upset the boat or anything, you know, that's sort of we're looking at trying to control the situation or trying not to feel something or trying to trying to manage or control trying to like keep the lid on thing be okay. Right, Right. Right. And so so women are notorious for um, maybe wanting that ultimately, but that's not the way that they that that many women get there. The way that the way that and really the most I think the healthiest way that people get there is through expression. We are expressive beings. We're expressive animals. We have to move our energy, and our emotion is simply energy in motion. So, so I think about it as kind of like a like a tea kettle. Yeah, you're on the stove, and if you clamp that off, it's just gonna. It's just going to blow. So you're saying that the, one of the first things is just she needs to she express. She just needs to express. Yeah. Just get it out. Absolutely. Just even a, even a big breath or even, you know, any of it is so, so one, yes, one, so one piece is just, just simple emotional expression. That's, it's just a woman needs to express just like we need to breathe, just like we need to move our bodies. The second piece is, is, is actually more about connection and contact all of the uh, the first one does too but the second one is is actually a release in the name of connecting into as a woman my wholeness and my fullness and wanting you to meet me there wanting to experience you meeting me in my wholeness so what does that mean because i'm getting a little lost here okay so. so what that means is is you and i as a husband and wife we know that we make a good team just in terms of like getting shit done in the day, right? We can mm-hmm. unload the dishwasher. We can, we can you move from point. Yeah. <laughs> we can move from point and you get out of the way. So that's a good team <laughs> when I, you get out of the way when I cook and, and, and we can make it, we, we know how to sort of just function. That's sort of like baseline, normal, good nothing really is majorly going on here. I think it's just that we're allies. We feel like we're, we're just, yeah. So, okay. but the point is, is that there's nothing really emotional happening there, right? right. It's just, we're coasting, we're cruising. Okay. Just getting stuff done. We're just getting stuff done. Right. Now you and I can hang there really nicely for long periods of time. And that's generally where most people like to be because that's the most comfortable place. No, ho- nothing's getting upset. Nobody's getting Twitter pated about anything. And there's no real it, depth there. Exactly. So there's, so it's, it's also flat, right? Mm-hmm. So there's no real depth. So in order for me to know that I can trust you with all of me, I need not necessarily to test. People throw out, oh, is she testing me? I don't think this is really about testing. I think this is the human experience. In order for me to know that you can hang with me in the places where I go and the places where I need to go in me emotionally, sadness, anger, frustration, uh, despair, hopelessness, whatever, joy, right? you know, exuberance, uh, mm-hmm. ecstasy. I need to be able to to express that to you. I need to be able to fully be in my expression of whatever's going on with me. And I need to know that you can stay. I need to know that you can be there with me and you're not going to get thrown off or try to control me or try to shut me down or try to make me small or you're not going to get smaller. You're not going to try to manipulate the situation. You're just going to stick around. So she's got one gear that she can hang in to just kind of run the house or do that kind of thing. But there's a hunger underneath of saying, well, can he, I've got, I live in a big house, right? I don't just hang, my emotional life is much bigger than just this one, you know, gear, this one way of being. And so a lot of it is, can he meet me there? Can he also be with me in my joy and my anger, my sadness, my turn on, all of those things. And, and so what, what if she gets a sense that he can't meet her? Is that where the guy's like, oh, just why are you worried about that? Da, da, da. Just get back into that one gear where you're manageable and controllable. Is that what the guy's doing? Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I, <laughs> sorry, I, I immediately went to my own reaction with that. If you if you did that with me, I would keep, get just immediately feel angry. <laughs> don't cry. Just <laughs> yeah, don't cry. What we're told so young. Don't cry. Don't don't um, be big. Be small. Right. Be manageable. Be, be predictable. Manageable. Don't scare me. Don't be loud. Don't be obnoxious. Don't laugh too hard. Don't don't right. don't be so big that. I don't know what to do with you. All right. So she so if we're talking about what's going on here is that she is has, has a drive to get out of that. She wants to be her big self and her whole self. Her whole self. All it's of herself. All, in, in a guy's the same way. We're made up of thousands of parts. And it's and our all of us, we're all think of a mosaic. That's the easiest way to think of it. Think mm-hmm. of a mosaic. All those little pieces of tile, those are parts of us. And each part can carry. A charge of emotion it could be big or small or and i think what i'm getting from this is that she wants to know if i go there you're gonna you can go with me you yeah. can hang with me there that if i go there it doesn't mean that we've broken connection if you go there with me if you're able to stay with me there and stay present with me there then i know basically that builds trust for me that that helps me stay connected to you mm-hmm. through what i'm and with myself, like right. staying connected with myself and you, which is what most people are hungry for in the world. Mm-hmm. It builds intimacy. Mm-hmm. It builds, you know, that over time and, and it builds all our connection. And, and she's our seeking that with somebody. She's seeking that. Like she wants to know yeah, if she, that if I, if I'm not alone yes. in this place. Yeah. And that's, I think that's why girlfriends are such good girlfriends most of the time is because girlfriends have room for it. We know, we experience like, oh, girlfriend, just talk to me. I know. Mm-hmm. I've been Go there. ahead, be a mess. Right, be a mess. Hot mess. It's okay. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> back to the interview. Back to, let's get um, serious, okay? <laughs> we got shit to talk well, about. Well, you're here. asking me what's going on. So, right. so I do want to finish this piece. And, the, and that is that, because there's three things generally that are going on. One is just typical expression, day-to-day. Blow off the steam. Yeah, just need to, woo, or or like, you know, what's happened since we moved here. I'm, every morning we walk outside and I'm like, woohoo, fall, looking beautiful, feel the weather. That's an, that's just a simple expression. I just need to blow that off. Just I'm not going to gonna contain that. that. Right. The second piece, as we talked about, is the just the release in the name of connecting in, in wholeness, in that full place, mm-hmm. connecting there. And then the third, as you mentioned, is aggression. And and there, I want to be clear that there aggression is not fundamentally a bad thing. There's good aggression and there's bad aggression. There, and and to be sort of a little bit of psychobabble about it, we would call that exclusive and inclusive aggression. Okay, what does that mean? So we and we can get into that. Yeah. We, so so All right, we'll go into that. Okay. Later. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like right now. Right. Now. Hey, okay. What, All right. Okay, we're getting into that right right now. Okay, now. Include me in your exclusion. (laughs) So the aggression piece. Are you getting turned on? I've been turned on. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see your face. All I have to do is look in your eyes and be present with you. Is it the headphones? You like the headphones too? Excuse me. All I have to do is feel your presence with me Mm. too. Then I really get turned on. uh, Stay on the microphone. Okay. So back to aggression, you were asking about sort of like what happens when, you know, you're supposed to do the some David Data thing and she's actually throwing daggers at you. So so there's two pieces of aggression here. I want to speak to it in terms of inclusive and exclusive aggression. Okay. Inclusive aggression is often it's self-directed. It's it's actually a good thing. Inclusive aggression is the good, healthy aggression. What's an example of that? Biting an apple takes aggression to bite an apple. I'm talking about in relationship. In relationship. So so in relationship, it might look like uh, a challenge. So me challenging you, what it looks like for for me with you is I challenge, like we talked about it in a a podcast. (laughs) We talked about it already in a former (laughs) podcast many, 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 many years ago when there was a part of you that you were cutting off from yourself and from our relationship, you didn't think it was okay. You were afraid of the storm. My attraction you were, for other women. Your attraction for other women. You were all, you were afraid that that would 
break us up, like that that would cause everything that you're talking about here. You were going through that. Exactly. So I didn't, and I'll just specify, like I was afraid you were, you were going to get upset. You were afraid you were going to get hurt. You were going to get mad. I didn't want any of that in our relationship. Yeah. Nor did you want, you were scared that it was going to mess with our relationship. Like the actual fun foundation of our being together. Right. There was something wrong with me if I felt this way. Right. And, and, and so my using my aggression, inclusive, healthy aggression was, to actually deepen our connection, to challenge you, to to absolutely bring all of you, bring your fullness, your whole expression to me and give me the chance to actually stay in relationship with you through that so we can deepen. So the ultimate, the, the outcome of inclusive aggression, it promotes your agency. It promotes your clarity with your life. It promotes autonomy with you and me, and it deepens our connection. It builds community. So it built your community and the greater AMP community, and it built us and the community that we have together, our relationship. It deepened our connection. All right. So so that's instead of you shaming me and being like, how could you do this? What's wrong with you? You pervert. Da, 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 I da, love da, you da. too much to let you cut this piece off from us right. and yourself. Right. And so. I, in my head, that I was, I was in this place of like, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with this as a pain in the butt. And and also I could see where, and we'll talk about this later, but this is where a lot of guys get into a, a trap where they make their partner an authority. Oh, my <sighs> wife would never let me do that. Right. Oh, she would never go for, you know, she, it's what? like, there's this thing yeah, of, and- of that she's the, the villain or, you know, she's this kind of external authority instead of like, well, I'm going to bring this and we can work on this together kind of things. But, um, I, I, I would notice that through that process, I was kind of pushing you into that place and you rejected that. Like, I'm not going there. I'm not going to be this. I'm not going to be the bad guy. I'm not, you're, you're going to show up and, and, and own this yourself. And I think I remember saying to you, you know, you, you used the analogy of locking this part of yourself in the basement and I remember the way that you worded it. I it it hooked me into that sort of that drama triangle that you're speaking to right, right now. And it hooked me. And I remember getting really angry and feeling my anger, but but more in terms of like my passion and and my desire to not have that dysfunction and not want to be villainized. And I right. remember challenging you and saying, you know, absolutely not. I will not be responsible for this. You are responsible for bringing you all okay. of you i'm not in i'm not locking him in the basement you are got it and that that was that was big because i think every other relationship that i'd been in up to that point and everything that i'd seen modeled in other relationships was the girl or the woman was the bad guy or the the authority and you know the one that decided if it was cool or not you know just, yeah. just that was the dynamic and you know you know hell hath no fury right you know, and, kind of thing like don't piss her off and don't you know so don't be honest basically and yes and and and, and, and here i want to speak to this for men and women there's a reason that that happens our culture is that's sort of the mainstream culture right now the conventional right. that's been the conventional culture there's a lot of shame around this stuff and women are not what i'm talking about what i did with you that's not the norm Women are not normally comfortable saying, "Oh, honey, please bring it, bring all of your attraction for other women you into not our relationship." I that's what I want to speak to. Right. So, so that is normal. You, of course, it's normal to be scared that your woman's going to have a reaction because she probably will have a reaction. It's vulnerable to put me in the place of knowing that you're looking, you're looking around, you're appreciating right. other beauty other than me. I'm not the only like I'm not the queen. Like, mm-hmm. and I might be your queen, but I'm not her in that moment when you're appreciating other women. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I might be her, but I might not, I won't, I don't trust that I, I am her. Right. I don't trust that I, that, that I'm that in that moment. Okay. So, so that's, that's part of what I want to say. The difference is, is that I was willing to trust that you and I could come out on the other side with a deeper connection. I was willing to trust and put a, put enough like stock in the solidity of our personhood and our relationship. 
Like I, tr- I actually trusted that we could come out the other side of that hard moment. That's the linchpin of this whole That's conversation. That's the linchpin, because, exactly. Because if you don't trust that That's the conflict or whatever it is, her emotional storm is going to open the door to something deeper in the relationship, then your world just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. We're like, what do I, okay, she's going to get pissed off about that. Don't do that. Okay, she gets pissed off about that. Don't do that. We just get smaller and smaller versus, all right, she's going to, she might have a hard time with this emotionally or, you know, whatever, but I trust we can deepen as a result. And yes. if the guy's not willing to go through that fire yes. with her, then what's he willing to be? How is he willing to be actually in the relationship? Right. He's if running you're away not from willing, her. That's right. And so every time he says, oh, I don't want to go there. I want to shut that door or not go through that door. That's creating distance. And she's buying. And I just want to say, that, you know, this is the convention. It's not just the guys. There's a lot of women Absolutely. that are buying into this Absolutely. too. Absolutely. But are, now, I mean, you're not a voice for all women, but you do work with some women mm-hmm. is, is do, th- you know, maybe it's one of those things like, you know what? I don't want him to, I don't necessarily don't want that in the short term, but in the long term, I do want my man to be able to, to handle that. Or is, or is she handle. like the, the storm? Like, like I'd, I'd rather him be honest with me and us have a, a hard time than, or do I want him to just lie his ass off? for our entire marriage. So I don't have to deal with this stuff too. Right. It depends on the woman. I can, I've known women who say, I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to know about it. I don't think that's, that creates lasting relationships. Um, but certainly doesn't deepen trust. It doesn't deepen trust. And that's the thing, you know, I want to speak about the woman who actually wants a deep connection uh-huh. who wants a lasting relationship because there's, we got people all over the map, right? We got right. people, women don't know how to do relationship just like men don't know how to. So, so let's speak to the people that actually really do want deep connection and deep relationship with their partner or with their lover or whoever it is. Right. So with those women, yeah, I have known women that say, wow, that's really scary. And I want to speak even to me, like you, I was raised in a household where anger wasn't like the expression of anger really wasn't okay. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there was a strong desire, a strong discomfort with anger and a strong desire to keep that under wraps. And so I, if I'm not connected into my own self and my own security and my own ability to be okay in the world, when you get angry, there, I can kind of shudder. I can kind of sort of cowl and, and get into this place. And I actually have to talk myself through like, wait a minute, this is an opportunity for me to stay with you through whatever storm was coming through you. Mm-hmm. And and I can connect with you there and we can deepen on the other side of that instead of me just running to the corner or trying to make everything okay. And Well, I think this is big. I, I just want to come back, guys, because we're all over the map here. But the if if there's one thing that you're going to take away from this conversation, we're going to get more into the, the the practical stuff that you can do now. But if you're trying to avoid this if you're trying to avoid the emotional bigness in your relationship you're trying to keep things small then that's why things are flat that's why things are not exciting that's why you may feel yourself looking for other women in your life because there's a part of you that's hungry for that deeper connection but the only way through it is through deeper emotional experiences and i'm not just talking about her anger that's the big thing that we're talking about today but you know that seems to be the thing but it's it's just through guys are just kind of freaked out about emotions period like we unless we're at a football game or something we got one of these places where we can yell and scream and it's okay it's acceptable um but if you yeah you the the, the doorway to the 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 rewarding deep um connections that we really want that we're excited to have is it means we're going to have to to really pony up in the uh in the emotional department i I do want to come back around we were talking about healthy and unhealthy aggression and we never actually talked about the unhealthy piece which i think most guys are probably listening for yeah so so that that was the healthy thing like the challenge the healthy that was the challenge like come on bring it inclusive build it builds deeper connection it, it it promotes that clarity of other and agency mm-hmm. and autonomy all, it promotes goodness it's like right. good stuff it's basically saying step into your bigger self come on bring yes it. i want to love you into your best self right Asshole. and and that love can be challenging <laughs> that love can have a carry a flaming sword but but it is love and okay. and and so that for sure and and so then then there's the aggression, which is actually exclusive aggression. When that's what this I is would, the unhealthy version. This is the unhealthy. Aggression. This is what most of us know. That's what and fear. 
well, and and what many I think actually think many men and women get confused. They don't know that there's a difference between healthy and unhealthy. So they see aggression and they immediately think that it's unhealthy. They immediately think that it's bad. Right. And that's why I wanted to speak to the good aggression. And there's a difference between anger and aggression. We talked about that yes. on the new man before. I think uh, Robert Augustus Masters was was really good at that. But okay, right. And and it but it it also there it, there's like it kind of carries a similar tone, right? So the healthy aggression is bonding and 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 is like com- promotes you know passion and connection and that sort of thing and right. connection to whatever even you're angry about and then there's like the the divisive anger right like the the power over and control and that sort of crap and that's, that's the name that's calling actually, it's the i want to make you smaller i'm right. going to shame and, you and so we can lump aggression into and the negative anger sort of into that and that's exclusive and so and that's really other directed that's where it's oppressive that's where it diminishes and negates the other person it's basically promotes disconnection you're wrong you're stupid you're wrong i'm right you need to do this not that yeah you're wrong you're stupid you should shooting all over people right right? um this is what most people's relationship there's so much of this in relationships there's a lot of guys that i talk to like this is how they navigate it's 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 a right wrong situation instead of a Hey, let me hear what's going on for you. Let me hear what's going right. on for me. And let's see what we can we can do here. It's it's a, I've got to be able to win a court case here. And I want to be clear that that people do that. There's 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 I just want to just break that into two different pieces here. And I don't want to get too complex for the listener, but but I just like there is that mostly because most of us don't know how to say what we're trying to say and we're feeling all sorts of stuff including vulnerable hurt scared angry we've got our defenses we've got and so our defenses show up and and we sort of move into that management and control place and we tend to like do you 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 and the and and that sort of thing in the name of trying to protect ourselves just because there's so much going on. Right. So so if we could, could like break it down and slow down and and separate that a little bit, the the question that I think is helpful in the relationship that you're in, whoever you're with, is what is the underlying motivation here? Is what's going on with her and me a means for connection or is it a means to diminish like whatever the dynamic is is this building connection or is this diminishing us so and there's that that's where am i feeling closer to her is this is this about us being closer together or is this just feeling more distant i just want to get away and just want to get away and yeah am i yeah am i feeling like she's throwing daggers or or do I want to throw daggers back at her, and right. you know that sort of thing? And and the under that's that underlying piece. Again, we might have poor communication skills, and we might need help there. Right. But there's this. There are people out there that just want to hurt other people. Like they're sort of sadistic. It's like, no, I just really like controlling. The I had shit a lousy out of you. day. I want to make. I want to take like it shit. out on you. Right. Yeah. Or or you're my punching bag. Like there there are you know people. For, forgive the generalization here, but if you grow up in a in a violent dynamic where all you know is power and control and divisiveness and oppression you're going to probably replicate that in your relationship right that's how you know how to relate that's how you know how to relate and people often think that that somehow is connecting and it's not okay so so that's just to be clear just to wrap up that piece on the unhealthy that's unhealthy the oppression do you feel oppressed do you feel diminished do you you know do you feel more distant and separate and right so it's going to require the guy listening to, to, to feel right. Like he's going to have to check yeah. in with himself and just be like, wait a second, what are we, you what's know, going I, on? Here? Right. Are we deepening? Are we getting to a, a different right. understanding or are we debating? I think that's a, right. like this, like who's right, who's wrong, who's a dick, who's the, who's, who's the, you know, not, yeah. you know, that kind yeah, of thing. And that does take skill. I mean, I think that that I'm, I'm happy to know that you've had guys on the show that talk about meditation because it does take the ability to kind of zoom out in the middle of everything that's going on and check yourself, check the dynamic. What is going on here? Mm-hmm. What am I noticing? Okay. So, so, so in terms of, you know, then now leaping ahead to. All right. So now let's, let's see if we can help the guy out. Let's see if we can give him some sure. tools. Um, so yeah. let's say, you know, he's in that place and he's not going to, going to avoid, let's say he's going to get into mm-hmm. this conversation. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to avoid, he wants to basically, you know, here's an emotional situation. She's emotional. Um, what can we do to help him out? 
Yeah. So, well, we, we talked about three different things that could be going on, right? right. So I want to speak to those in three, sort of like keep it really categorized and linear for the man. Guys love so, that shit. So you I'm do. I'm going to get my labeler. I know you do. If I get my labeler out, I might have to pull my pants down. <laughs> so, so the first piece we talked about of what's going on is just simply emotional expression, right? So, and the, it's great that my, my, my support here for these men is it's great because it's they're almost all the same. The first piece, the first thing you do, get present. Get there. Don't leave. Don't go off into your head. Even mind your physicalness. Like, are you looking up at the skies? <laughs> like, are you leaving? Are you are you taking off into mm-hmm. your mind? Are you in or, the future worrying about what's going to happen? Yeah. Are you in the past trying to think of what she said before? Or what happened to you before last time you felt a big expression when you were growing up? All those things, Just right? Just come right now. Just get there. Just yeah. get present to what's happening. It's like, it's literally like being in a storm outside. If you see, if a storm is coming, right? What happens? The wind blows. You might start to see leaves blowing. You might feel it on your skin, your hair, feel it through your hair, all of those things. That's getting present to what, just noticing what's happening. And I would just say for some guys, because this is where some of them will actually dissociate. They actually get out of their body. They might be there, but they're just kind of like their eyes are Which is exactly what I'm saying. That you're not present if you do that. Right. So, it's not that you arm up and just like, well, okay, I'm not going to say anything, but I'm going to dissociate. I'm going to like leave my right. body now. Yeah. Um, I, I, guys, I would invite you to feel your feet on the ground, feel your ass in the chair, like come back, actually see if you can, you know, oh, am I breathing and all? Oh yeah. Just come back to the most fundamental sensations in your body and actually just see if you can just stay with that and yes. what's going on with her. Um, that's going to help you so much, you know, yeah. stay, keep breathing and st- just keep focusing on, okay, I'm here. I'm still here. I have sensations yeah, in my body. Absolutely. Stay with her. Yeah. Um, and, and even to bring a little, you know, Sarah Inger style, like, you know, imagine you're a tree, bring, put roots out down through mm-hmm. your feet, through your butt, through I'm wherever, here. like ground into the ground mm-hmm. that like ground yourself, be right. a tree. Okay. So, so feel that. Yes, absolutely. Step instead two, of building a case, instead of trying to fix, instead of trying to come up with a solution. When, when you do all of those things, you just left me. If I'm expressing myself and you start doing that, you're out. Mm-hmm. You're not here anymore. And you, and, and, and you saying you most, and, and a lot of women just want you to be present with her while she's yeah. having her storm. You know, I got to tell you, I think 90% of the population just wants presence, period. Man, if guys could get that, you don't have to fix. You don't have to be the solution Absolutely. guy. Just be there. Just be there. So step one, get there, get present. Step two, stay. Stick, the, <laughs> stick around. You might like what you see. And I think for guys, there's, they're, their fear is like, if I actually stay here, it might always be this way. Well, it's not. It's like That's a storm. Right. It blows through. So Absolutely. just know, if you stick there, it'll- They're just waves of energy. They come bleed. and go, just like the ocean. Okay. That's right. That's the resisting sets. part is I got I to gotta do something about it. I got to fix it. So we don't, we don't stay here. Instead, just stay there. And then that's when yeah. it blows through. Right. Okay. Yeah. So those are your two basic steps. Like baby step, if, you're, if you've never done this before and you're scared to death, those are the two things you work on. If you feel like you can work on those things pretty solidly and you want to take the, take it to the next level with your woman, then step three is actually reflect what you hear her saying mm-hmm. or reflect what you see her doing. She's mm-hmm. throwing her arms up or she's not breathing or she is breathing or she's loud or she's sad or she's happy or whatever, just reflecting that. And what's that look like? Give me an example of that. Uh, and so an example of that is I come in and I say, we'll come back to fall, right? Like, I'm so psyched to be in a location where I'm feeling fall. And so I go outside and I see these big blood red leaves, these beautiful leaves, and I feel the air on my skin and I can't, can't not make noise about it. It's seven in the morning and I'm like, woohoo, yeah. Like, yay, I'm so psyched to be here. So your ability, like there's no reason for you to leave during that. Celebrate with me. Stay with me there. Mm. Let's make love there. Like not literally, but let's energetically like hang out with me. Let's, well, we have our daughter. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, so the ability to reflect that my three-year-old reflects me. She, she's, she, she mirrors me. She reflects me. She She gets excited too. too. Yeah, Yeah. She gets excited too. 
you reflect me, the adult version of reflecting me is, oh, I see how happy you are here. Mm -hmm. You've been missing fall. Mm-hmm. You've been missing feeling that in your body. And I, in that moment, I feel more connected to you and my experience. I get what, I see what's going on for you. I get it. And I let you know that I get it. Yeah. And what, a, what a gift to me, mm-hmm. for, not only to feel connected deeper, more deeply connected to you, the man that I love and want to be with, but to my experience, which, hello, the meaning of life, like why we, we, the things that we love to be here for, we want meaning, we want to create meaning. That's a moment of meaning for mm. me. So you just gifted me with that simply by getting present, staying present, and reflecting what you saw. Mm-hmm. No fixing, no, no fixing, nothing to do. Absolutely. Well, what about when you're angry? Like, because I, I sometimes I, I feel like I reflect some things, and you're like, "Don't give me that fucking shit." Like you. <laughs> what do I say? <laughs> well, maybe you should speak to this. You give shit at you, me. No, you give me the. Uh... <laughs> what? Are, I don't know what you're like, Cartmaning over there. <laughs> what do you? Wow, you're really angry. You know, just like wow, you're really pissed off, and then the, um, something gets thrown. At that point, I throw you. Oh, you're saying that I don't like it when you reflect. You might that? not. Yeah. Like what? What? What if the guy's reflecting and, and but it? Because I don't know if I necessarily like to be reflected. I feel like somebody's talking to me like I'm three. So right. Yeah. So, well, sure. I mean, there's definitely a um, there's that. I mean, I'm t- speaking to the guys that are afraid of this period. So right. I was speaking to sort of the basics. But yeah, right. I mean, if you're more comfortable with with communicating and reflecting, you can actually get curious. I mean, that's sort of like the next step is like, um, what do you like about fall? Like this is, is it fall that you're so psyched about? What what are you into here? Mm -hmm. If you can't, if it's not obvious, right? Or tell, you know, tell me the last time you felt this way or, you know, just some level of question that could help me be more expressed. Okay. All right. Well, I, I think that's, you know, because the reflecting thing can sound like that pseudo therapist thing. And yeah, that's talking, I, to me, that's kind of, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think it is. I personally don't think it is. If you're really genuinely there, if you're genuinely okay. care and you're really ju- truly present and you really are just noticing what you see, I don't think it's therapisty. It gets therapisty when you're a degree separated from it and you're doing you're you doing reflection it. instead yeah. of instead of just simply being like instead of just oh reflecting. you're really excited right now yeah if you're doing it it's sort of like the whole pua stuff like you're doing something versus just fully bringing yourself in that moment damn going after the pickup artist sorry I, wow sorry i love you guys <laughs> um <so. laughs> that was a lie um all right so getting present and getting curious, I, I, guys, I will just say getting curious in that moment. Like, what is it, what is it that, um, what is it that, that I want to understand about what's going on for her, not to fix, not to do anything, control or manage. I, I cause I've been around women, even when they're really excited, I can get nervous. It's like, Whoa, what do I yeah. do here? Like, uh, yeah. you know, is this, I mean, and even I feel pressure like, to meet her, I feel this or well, that. And then. You know, so just simply getting curious. Well, and if we're just talking about, you know, the first piece of what could be going on around emotional expression, it could just be like, if even if you're nervous with all that, it could just be like, wow, I love the way that the wind is blowing through your hair. Or like, you look really beautiful here. You seem so radiant in this, in your excitement. Or it could be anything. It doesn't okay. have to be big. The step two, when the woman, or not step two, but the second sort of thing, that the release in the name of connection, mm-hmm. like the the release to connect in in my fullness that second piece that like i might be releasing my energy in the name of deepening with you like i want you to see me here Mm -hmm. um in the name of connection that's actually step one and step two are the same you get present you stay present all right so the first part it was when she's just letting off steam even if she's excited or she's angry just be present just be just be curious with what's going on just be there's nothing for you to do reflect it back Okay, now this, we're moving on to the second scenario where she's, and this I, th- I think is going to be a challenge for guys to um, recognize. And, and this is where I'm gonna, I want to put a little wrapper around this because a lot of guys that I talk to be like, God, man, she's so pissed off about this thing that I did and she's bitching about this thing or it's that thing. And I'm like, dude, it's not about the thing. Right. You're making it about totally. the thing. And, and so I like to tell guys, don't, it's not about the content. You know, you can, you know, it's about the TV or what happened on Friday night or this thing or that. Take out the content of whatever that piece is and focus on the connection. She wants to feel connected to you. You doing this or you doing that or you talking to that guy or you being on your computer, whatever, 
is not about the computers, not about any of those things, right. not about the content. It's that she wants to feel more connected with you. Right. If you understand that and you can start to pay attention to that gauge on the dashboard that says connection, are we feeling more connected, less connected? If you're paying, paying attention to that, then you can start to do something about it. Wait a second. Yeah, we're not feeling very connected right now. I don't feel very connected to her right now. If you're not feeling very connected, expect a shitstorm. Expect the test. Expect that kind of weird, wacky behavior that you don't seem to understand and, and you're getting lost in this thing where she's making it about this or the grocery store or some of this random stuff. It's not about that. It's about connection. Right. So I just want to lay that out there for you guys because that's where Allison's going to hopefully help us out here. Yeah, absolutely. I hope I hope I can do that too. So uh, Pressure's on. <laughs> Don't fuck this. Pressure's up. on. Um, so, so in the second scenario, I think I, it's a good dovetail what you're saying. Uh, you know, when when you were speaking, it, it what I thought about was, you know, we're all just we're all just looking for love, like, and chicks, especially women, are like connection magnets. We love, we just gravitate towards a place, anything that we can connect to, and I think that's true for everyone. But I think women are just a little bit more open. And that's a about scary it. thing. So she might it, be a little, sure, can be she scary. might be a little edgy around that. She wants well, connection, that's what but I she was feels thinking, like, is like if we're not getting that, if we either haven't had it in right. our day, or if we're afraid that we're not going to get that, that's when we get all Twitter pay. That's when our neurosis shows. Up, right. right. He shows up. He's like, oh, man, this is going on. Blah, blah, blah. I'm so excited. She's like, well, what about me? Like, there's that little bit of that, like, what about me? And then she'll maybe start up some shit at that point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. And I know for a fact that. But my... you didn't get the new battery for the thing. What the hell does that have to do with anything right now? It does. It's not about the battery. Right. <laughs> it's about the connection. <laughs> right. That's okay. right. So, so in the second scenario, when she is releasing just to connect she wants, I want, you know, I release, I'm releasing because I want to be in my fullness and I want to connect with you there. Right. I want you to connect with me there. In that scenario, absolutely. Step one and step two are the same. Get present. Drop Stay everything. Present. Drop everything. You don't have to do anything. Just sit down. Really, you don't have to eye. do anything. Yeah. Really. Like I've got the floor anyway with my expression. So just let me have the floor. Mm. Right. So, so. Get your crazy on. Right. Yeah, how great. I mean, even when you just said that, I sat up straighter. I took a bigger breath. I felt like my energy in my arms and my back. Just I was stay like, away from yeah, my guitars. cool. Okay. Don't touch my guitar. Thank you. I will take up some space here. And, and which is beautiful. I mean, that's not even, this is a men's show, but just for all you women listeners, that is a beautiful thing. When you are fully invited to take up space. Yeah, bring it As on, baby. a woman. What you got? Yes. Let me see what you, what's going on here. So, Let me hear you. So step three, focus. Girl. Step three. <laughs> Staying on track here. <laughs> so, the, so here's the next piece for the second scenario. There's two, there's two choices you have, and you can do both. One is sort of like the first scenario. Keep it about her. Nothing you need to do. Reflect. You can, if even if you want to bring yourself in, you can share how she's impacting you in that moment, right? Like how how confused. how you feel her, right? Like wow, yeah. when you when you wow, when you're so passionate about that, when you're so angry, I've never seen you like this before. I notice I feel endeared to you, and this is very therapisty language, but but right. like I I do feel endeared to people when I see their intensity, I feel endeared to them. I feel closer to them. Mm. That's sharing my. What happens, what's happening for Guy's me? Guy's not going to say that. Okay, so I'll move on. <laughs> so <laughs> so the, the and here's here's like if, to me, frankly, I think this is totally, and I, I think this is true for other women too, this is a total aphrodisiac, what I'm about to say. Is Go on. In this reflection, this, again, we're reflecting here, but inside this reflection, you say what you see about what she cares about. Again, not about the batteries, not about the coworker, not about the whatever, but what is it that matters to her? What is she so up about? You really care about da-da-da-da. Yeah, you, you really don't want to lose this friendship, or mm -hmm. you really want to be seen as an important person in your workplace, mm -hmm. or you, you, really want to, you really want me to think about you through the day. Like You really want to make sure that I didn't forget your needs or whatever it is. This right. really matters to you that I think about you or whatever it is. That so there's level the thing of like, there's that reflection of like, oh, wow, you're waving your arms around and you're doing this and that. But then that ability to perceive yeah. what's really going on and saying, wow. you really, 
you know, yes. here's this underlying speak to the need driving the desire, need or motive. Drive. And that's yes. usually when she goes, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> and that's, that's why it's an aphrodisiac seen. because right. it's, I feel seen. I'm feeling more deeply connected to you. You're not fixing me. You're not trying to do anything or manage me in any way. Mm-hmm. All you're doing is hanging out with me in this big place. And just reflecting back. And I want to say that guys, it's not about, there's nothing like, oh, you really need to do this or you really should do that. I think a lot of us are getting into yeah. that place. Like, okay, she's in this place. She just needs to do this or that. It's just, oh, you really want to have this thing handled. Are you really like yes. just it's, getting what she wants? And it is so easy. I don't know if do it's that, that easy for no, guys. No, I'm saying no. I'm saying it's so easy for guys to fall into that trap. Oh, to fall into the most fixing of the and things shit. that we have big emotion about are problems that are unresolved. Right. There's some sort of issue or unfinished business, or it could be family crap. It could be like a work scenario. It could be something you didn't bring the battery, so now I can't fix my phone or whatever it is. So right. So the guy's like, looking at what problem do I need yeah. to fix naturally? So it's it's a it's like this. <laughs> you think that you're supposed to go for that bait but that's not it at all unless she says explicitly i have a problem and i want your help with this i, I want need six you, double I need a batteries motherfucker get to the problem yeah <laughs> like i actually need your coaching skills on this you know versus and you and i have learned with be, both being in the helping profession we actually have to start some of our conversations by saying all right, am I just listening here or do you actually want my feedback or my coaching? You right. know, do you want me to help you through fix this or navigate this? Or do you just and want And I think me that to- would be helpful if a guy said that. You it's just want, great. would you just like me to listen sure. to you? Sure, it's okay. great. And some women aren't, you know, some people aren't skilled enough to know. They don't, they won't respond to the question. They'll just keep talking. Right. Like that's a yes, because they just keep, they just start launching into She's it. just in fire hydrant mode. So just assume, go. yeah, assume unless they say, I would, I think your default safety default here is assume that they're not, you, they don't need you to fix shit mm-hmm. unless they ask you to fix something. Right. They don't need your help managing anything unless they ask your help managing. Mm-hmm. They don't need your help controlling anything unless they ask your help controlling so that's the default right don't do anything if you feel inclined to manage control or fix step back yeah and later on in the conversation you may ask hey i've got some ideas you know i've got an idea about how this can go do you want that i i, I like to throw it out there and just say hey you open to something because she may be like i'm just still gonna talk about this bitch and no 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 like she might still yeah be. you know and and even <clears throat> with you and me when we you know when i have my stuff that i need to you know, move through or, you know, get out, you know, I might even want your feedback, but it's, I'm not going to want it when I'm busy needing to get it out. I'm ex- when I'm expressing, when I'm, exp- it's like, it's like, forgive me, but I, you know, it's like parenting, right? I know some of this, hopefully some of your listeners are parents. It's like parenting. You're not going to tell your, you know, it's not a teaching moment when your kid falls and hurts themselves and is screaming, crying, they're highly emotional in that place. It's not a teach. That's not the teaching moment. That's not the time to just step in and start fixing and teaching. Mm-hmm. That's the time to reflect, to be- get present, be present and reflect. All right. Okay. So, so that those are the first two scenarios. The third one's a little bit. Um, this is the aggression. This is the aggression. So, and and specifically, I want to speak to the un. I mean, actually, let's talk about the unhealthy one. Yeah, I mean, I think it applies to the healthy one too, for guys that haven't learned and women who haven't learned to discern that She's there are calling. healthy and unhealthy. Yeah. But um. But yes. So so and you'll I, I probably need your help translating here my language but but first one is very much get present but the piece here it's a little bit deeper cut and that is experience the impact and that's what we talked about when we said see if you can see what's going on notice what this is like for you are you feeling oppressed are you feeling you know negated or diminished or are you feeling just simply challenged and mm-hmm. she's still you know there's passion here and connection because i can feel good when she's challenging you like sure. she wants she's bringing out the best in me yeah but at the, on the other end it's like she's actually trying to tear me down this right. does not feel and good. you if you're not present and you're not able to experience how this is coming at you, you're, the impact of this, then you're not going to be able to know if what's going on. You're not right. going to be able to discern. So that's that's the step so pay one. Pay attention. How does it feel? Does it feel right. like shit or does it feel like a challenge? 
Uh, right. That's 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 going to be uh, that, and that's some hairs that's often where yeah that's I work with a lot of guys on these this piece these pieces that I'm speaking to okay. and going to speak to because this is where it's murky for a lot of people they've got their own junk and their own baggage that gets in the way of and their nobody ability. really likes to be critiqued or challenged in that way it still feels well you know, or the feel- and and what but if you don't have any junk with it. I don't imagine that it would actually feel anything at all in okay. terms of a bad or shaming thing unless you've got shame in your past. So that's what I mean. Like if okay. you've got your own junk, your own baggage, it's probably going to get in the way and mud up the water here. Okay. So pay attention, feel the impact. Experience what's the, what's the, the impact. What is this impact? like for you? Yeah. And yeah. so step two is know your boundaries and set them. And this is especially with the unhealthy aggression. Know what your boundaries are. Now, what do you and mean then by that? Set them. So, the, an example here is um, well, and let me just—I will give you an example, a full-blown example here. The third piece is 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 invite her to to get underneath the actual aggression, the what's being said, and invite her to say what she's needing or what she's scared of. So, okay. so an example of that is um, let's just say it's, it doesn't happen, but let's just say that you're you're yelling and screaming at me. Mm-hmm. And we can trade roles here. I can be the guy and you can be the girl and, and or whatever. She's yelling and screaming. And I'm noticing that in her yelling and screaming, the impact on me, what this is like for me is I'm having a hard time staying present. Just the volume, the sheer volume is I'm actually struggling with staying present just with the volume that's going on. And there's also a lot of energy coming my way. There's I'm feeling like something's being thrown at me invisibly. Mm -hmm. So my boundaries personally for my own self-care is this. I can't I want to stay connected with you through this, but I can't when you are hurling that level of volume and that level of whatever you're throwing at me invisibly at me, I can't stay connected to you. So my boundary is, is that when you, I can't connect with you when you're screaming at me like that, mm-hmm. when you, if you're in, in a rage at me and you're not looking at me, but you're throwing shit at me or whatever it is, literally or figuratively, I can't stay connected with you. Okay. So let either Let's take a break, time out, and come reconnect when you can let me know what's going on with you without raging, without mm-hmm. screaming, and without throwing things at me. Um, or, you know, let's let me let you know that I need to step over here, literally turn my body sideways and let whatever's coming at me go literally right past me physically and and let you know that I'm here and I'm not, I can't, I don't understand what you're saying. You're yelling so loud that I don't understand what you're saying. I can tell you're really angry about something. I don't, I, I can't get, are you angry at me? Are you, do you need something? What are you needing right now? Mm-hmm. So, so that's the place where you're setting a boundary. I can't, I can't connect with you when you're raging. I can't, you know, I can't connect with you when you're yelling and screaming, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that I believe that's different than, than trying to control or manage her expression. Cause I could still have a passionate, loud expression with you or a firm voice, or I could, my decibels could go up some, but I'm still not yelling. Okay. And you might be able to handle that better, or I might be able to handle that better. Now, what about the language? Some of the, because, you know, it doesn't even, you know, there's how she's saying things, but then there's the things that she's saying, which are, might be designed to actually get under his skin. She's got some yeah, real shit so, with him. Yeah, I mean. Or she's and, bringing up something that happened two months ago into right. a conversation that there's, it's like, why are we doing, why are we well, talking about this now? Yeah, I mean, and that's very common. I mean, and, and so, so if, she, if, if you're, if she's just like, saying things that are demeaning right or if she, she's just being plain mean i think that's on the spectrum of abuse and so that again knowing your boundaries and setting them is i won't let you talk to me like this mm-hmm. i'm not i will not stay in this converse in right. this argument if you continue to tell me i'm a shithead mm-hmm. or if you continue to tell me i'm an idiot mm-hmm. that's not okay with me that's hurtful and i think for guys this is where you 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 know, setting the boundary is I'm a yes to working through this. I'm a yes to, I want to have, find a resolution and a solution. That's about the deepening that we've been talking about. We, I do want to have the connection and I'm a no to how this is happening. Right. You know, the, with the name calling or the, the mean stuff, that's not going to work. Right. So the other part that I want to underline for guys is watch out for the, um, this, this, this 
when we're in when we're in the drama triangle we're either playing the victim the villain or the hero and in this situation there's a victim and a villain and we're both powerless and, and we're in this place of well you need to do this in order basically we're saying you, you need to do this in order for me to be better mm-hmm. right and you're a da 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 and it, as long as we're blaming we're not working towards a solution so if you if you find that the two of you are just trying to figure out who to blame in a situation understand that's on the deeper level. You're not moving closer to a solution. You're not moving closer to, to figuring out where the connection is. And Allison briefly touched on this just a minute ago, but it's about coming back down to, okay, what's the request? Mm-hmm. What's the thing that, that, that she can ask for or that I can ask for that will move things forward? Because that's a creator mindset. That exactly. gets out of the drama triangle and says, okay, what do I want here? Yeah. And start to go into that mode of, got it, you're pissed at That's me, right. you think I'm the bad guy, now right. what do you want? Yeah. What do you need right mm-hmm. now so that we can make things better? And it's your, it's your job to figure out what you want in that moment too. Absolutely. And that to me is, is, is sort of an Aikido expression with the aggression right? She might be doing a negative sort of unhealthy aggression and that's you turning it and don't buy into it. Just let it go. Aggressing you aggressing. You're, you're using positive aggression with her actually. Mm -hmm. In that moment, you're saying, Hey, you know, (laughs) tell me what you need. I, I, I'm thinking of a couple of women clients that I've had in the past who come to me and they're complaining, Oh, and he's not this enough and he's not this enough and he's not that enough. And they get angry with him and they share with me the fights that they've had with him about how he's not enough. And my, what I hear, they're coming to me and here I am taking on his role saying, Hey, you need to get clear on what it is you're needing that you're not getting that you want because she's playing and the powerless clear, thing of like yeah, if he knew, has, he's supposed to figure it out or whatever there's some magical thing he's right, supposed to and do you're not there's something you're not bringing about what you're needing and wanting and it's a instead vulnerable of place. just being disappointed in him right you're not bringing yourself and, and so it's a vulnerable place to ask for what we want you know absolutely it's a, and that might be what she's avoiding is that she doesn't want to say hey sure. i need this from you or i'm upset with this and this is what i want to be done differently she kind of in a lot of well, let's think about it we 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 want to, we give up our power. We want our partners to figure out what we want for us. And we, we expect them to, on, if we're unconscious trained. about it. Right. With sp- somebody else, mom, we grew up with mom and dad figuring out what we needed for us. We figured out what society was supposed to do. For, all you know, the Disney all that. movies. Right. But we don't, comes along. But we don't ever take that time and that energy. I think this is where the adult conversation Absolutely. comes in. It says, wait a second, it's my responsibility to speak up for this. And I can challenge her to do that for herself. And and I'm it's my challenge to figure out what I want for myself and bring that. So get out of the blame game. Yeah. That's the way to sidestep the aggression. Right. And if you can't get into a solution oriented conversation, it's time, you know, that's where it's time to take a break. Or yeah. get some help. Get somebody to help you navigate that. And I, and I want to be clear. You know, you're saying a solution-oriented conversation, and that's that could be a hook for some guys in the, the fixing thing. And right. I just want to, like, let's, if we moved away from that language, what, the other language I think that we could use is, is the conversation that's happening basically hanging out in a fear zone, a defensive fear place, mm-hmm. or attacking place, or a blaming place? Or is it hanging out in a trusting connecting passionate like let's let's move through this let's get higher let's move through this difficult place together let's deepen through this that kind of thing so that and there it's sort of like what's the quality of the conversation or the argument that's happening here what's the quality is there a need that's not being met or expressed is there a, a a fear or an emotion that's not being expressed and shared because that's what most people just try to hide their vulnerability right and once that's out then it's like oh cool okay well i was just afraid of crying in front of you or i was afraid of being whatever right well i'll leave this for the guys like if, if you find yourself I think so many people get in this place where their relationships become adversarial. Even if things are friendly, there's still this power struggle. There's this, it's either him or me or her and me, or, you know, it's this either or. Mm-hmm. And I want to invite you guys that, that, you know, consider what do you need so that you can be, you know, step into the position of being an ally to her and she is an ally to you. What do you need to set up so that when you have a difficult conversation, you understand like the foundation of it is, 
this person is my ally and I am her ally. Right. And that that's actually much of what I help guys work on. I mean, if they don't know how to, they don't know what their boundaries are. They don't know what they want. They don't know how to not make it about them. They don't know how to not fix. They don't know how, they're scared of this whole, pro, the whole conversation we've talked about. It scares the shit out of them. Like, what? I don't know how to deepen. Like, right. that's what, you know, that's Yeah, you're not going to get it all work. figured out in a podcast here. But I, I think it's great for us to just kind of zoom out Here's a little bit of the lay of the land. Here's some, here's, I, I, if there's anything, I just want the guys to see that you can step out of this adversarial yeah. kind of dynamic that breaks mm-hmm. down after the first few weeks of dating or whatever, first few months. And then it starts to, or, you know, that nice, that nice dynamic. And then we start to get into this power struggle thing. Um, step out of that and just like, wait a second. Because I, I, when I talk to guys, they really want to feel that their woman has their back and vice versa. Absolutely. You know, but they haven't, maybe they've not seen that. They've right. not been able to see that. They could really have a partner. They might have some some bros in their life that have their back, and they 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 talk about man, this guy, you know, he's going to support me, and da 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 da. But they don't may not have that with their woman. There's this kind of tension and this mm-hmm. underlying fight, and who's right, who's wrong, blaming, just building a case against one another, or building a case for what I want, so that somehow if I have a better case, she won't get upset. Exhausting pattern altogether. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, uh, Allison, you know, a lot of your work is about helping guys step into that because. That adversarial dynamic can't survive if mm-hmm. one of the partners is creating from a place of an ally. It right. just it takes two to tango in right. that. In that, so um, if if you can learn how to shift your dynamic into a place of I create uh, you know alliances with people in my life instead of these adversarial type of things, you're going to you're going to attract. You're going to have a, a completely different dynamic in, in all of your relationships. That's the only point I wanted to 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 drive home. Yeah, so absolutely. All right. All right so. Uh, yeah, this is just a taste. This is not going to be a full-on course today, but I, I wanted to, um, I think that we kind of gave a nice overview there. So where, where do we learn more about you and the stuff that you, and how you work with guys? Uh, yeah, I work with guys uh, all over the world. I, I can do Skype sessions and phone sessions, and, and you can find me at allisonlanier.com. That's right. AllisonLanier.com. What is that? Why is it? At so TripLanier'sWife.com. Because <laughs> I was thinking my email, Allison at AllisonLanier.com. I was like, that's not the website. <laughs> so, AllisonLanier.com. And I'll have uh, links on the New Man podcast as well. So thanks, baby. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. There's so much more to The New Man than these interviews. So visit thenewmanpodcast.com and join the mailing list so you never miss another update. Thanks for listening.